Hi friends, if you feel depleted and at times overwhelmed, searching for more, if you want to reclaim your voice, peace, and power, this show is for you. I'm Evelyn Glick. I love fashion, interior design, and spicy foods. I'm obsessed with personal development and human behavior. Here, I'll be discussing mindset, relationships, lifestyle, and so much more. I believe to live an empowered life, we must crush those limiting beliefs holding us back from stepping into our fabulousness because playing small doesn't serve anyone. Hi, friends. Today's topic is an important one to me, and everyone out there that's a parent will relate to some of the things I will share. Parenting, how to imperfectly balance it all. Let's dive in. But first, I want to remind you that if you enjoy any of my episodes, show me some love. Leave me a good rating and subscribe. This is how podcasting works, my friends. And to my loyal listeners, I'm sending a big hug of appreciation. I read your comments. Thank you for your support. Now, let's start today's show. I want to share some very personal feelings about motherhood on today's episode. I hope if you're a parent and listening, you can relate to some of the things that we'll be discussing. I wanted to be a mom very badly. I always loved kids and the joy and innocence they bring to a family. I wanted to. I had it all figured out by the time I was 20. I wanted to have uh, two kids by my mid-30s. But as you know, things don't happen as you plan it. Well, sometimes it does. But I think, and some of you might relate, that we're part of a bigger picture. I think that we are one big, ginormous puzzle called humanity. All play a part, big and small. All important and valuable. I internally had a certain vision for myself. Then, as you know, life unfolds, relationships come and go. And I shifted from that vision of certain things happening by a certain age. Don't get me wrong. I still believe in a vision, a plan, and setting goals. I do believe it's fundamental and necessary to achieve the life we want. But as a dear friend of mine says, you can make plans in your life, and then God decides. So I didn't have a family by my mid-30s. In fact, I got married in my late 30s. Deeply in love and ready for that family, my husband and I started to try to have a baby shortly after. It would be my husband's second child and my first. So let's cut to the chase here. We tried for two years. Let me just say it was a very painful and very difficult time. Medications, injections, a miscarriage, and many, and I do mean many, IUIs, which stands for artificial insemination. When none of this worked, I signed up for in vitro. Well, two days before the procedure, they realized my egg count from four went to one, and they obviously couldn't go ahead with the procedure. So they turned me away. Needless to say, I was devastated in a really bad place. I was told the only way was either to get an egg donor or adopt. I went through that grieving. It was hard. And then I kept myself busy, work, moving, my marriage. I decided I was going to enjoy life, however it was, from a new perspective. I would reevaluate after a few months, and they'd decide whether I want to adopt or have an egg donor, etc. I would just take a much-needed pause. And voila! Yep, I got pregnant. Six months after all of that. And I know we all hear these stories frequently. When you let go and there's no pressure and allow things to happen without all of that anxiety. 
surrendering. I love that word. It means so much to me. But before I continue, I do have to mention that unfortunately, the success stories don't happen for everyone. My sister, for one, could never conceive. I feel your pain if you're listening and struggle with getting pregnant and having a child. I don't want to come across that if you let go, it will happen. I don't have all the answers. No one does. I mean, my fertility doctor looked at me in the eye and said, Evelyn, we've tried it all. I don't think you can conceive. And yet, I'm blessed to have a child. My daughter's soon to be 10. My biggest joy and biggest struggle. <laughs> Mom listening out there can relate. We love our child more than anything else, period. I believe motherhood brings all the emotions in us. And you know what else? I think motherhood brings all of the unfinished stuff that we had prior to having children. Who else triggers and pushes our buttons more? I don't know about you, but for me, it's my adorable, sweet, and feisty daughter. I also want to become a better human as a result. No other relationship for me is more valuable or more important to keep strong and safe. If my hubby is listening, I love you, honey, but you know this is true. But here's the thing. This is where this episode is taking a turn. I still want to be me. I'm that Evelyn wanting to grow and expand and create and be. Has any of you moms ever felt like you were losing your identity once you had kids? It's kind of funny, but when we have kids, those first few years, nobody knows you by your name, certainly not in school settings. You're so-and-so's mom or so-and-so's dad. It's kind of funny. I want to talk to those moms that still want to keep their zest in your life, that love staying fit and strong and independent, the moms that want to work because they enjoy their career. Some of you might struggle to still be sexy while your kids grow. What I struggle with is that balance of filling my cup. I want to fill my family's cup all the time, and it can be depleting. And I don't know about your households, but in mine, I'm the one who keeps all things running. I'm the center and the core of it all. I have a great hobby, but he will admit to this too. Not about the finances, but boy, I'm responsible for everything else. I sail this ship. So I'm here to validate you mamas out there. You freaking rock, imperfect and all. I ask you to give yourself a pause, to give yourself that well-deserved break. I'm here to express my depletion when I don't fill my cup. What does that look like for me when I finally do is simple. It's reading a book or a magazine uninterrupted for an hour or getting my nails done or meditating. It's simply me time. I had to work on my guilt for being a working mom too. I'm sure working moms out there can relate, especially if you need to travel or get home late. It wasn't my case. I thankfully didn't need to do that, but it's still a struggle. But here's the thing. I like to work. I like making money and learning. I want to model this for my daughter. But if I'm irritated, sleep deprived, not taking care of me, what example am I giving her? That women need to put others first? That our desires die after motherhood? Letting myself go emotionally, physically, or in any way is the total opposite of what I want to show her. I needed to dig deep during this pandemic when motherhood and home was all we had. Yes, what a blessing to be home with our families during this crazy year. And how irritating at times too. No excuses or apologies. We as mom need to face our desires. Who are you independent of being a mom and a wife? What do you enjoy? Drawing, dancing, writing? I needed to give myself permission to reclaim myself without an announcement. It was an internal exercise, a re-evaluation. 
I'm suggesting you take the time to think about what is in your core essence and thrive to grow that. Continue to discover things about yourself. I don't care what stage your motherhood journey is. Kids grow and they will have a life of their own. Nurture your marriage, your friendships, yourself. Everybody benefits from a woman who feels good about who she is. A woman who values herself to continue to explore and learn. This isn't about big events. It's about filling that cup that is your soul. That lights you up and pulls others in for that ride. For me, it's keeping my zest. Putting on those jeans and taking me time. It's loving myself with all my imperfections and with all the uncertainties that lie ahead. I don't know about you listening. I had two women that always put themselves last. My grandmother, who I adored and is no longer with us, and my mom. My grandmother was the most given soul I have ever met. I missed her terribly. She would literally feed everyone plus anyone who decided to stop by. I'm obviously talking way back years when people showed up unannounced, especially in my native Dominican Republic. And then there's my mom. Strong as can be and even tough, but the most devoted woman on earth. She didn't believe in leftover dinners or canned food of any kind. It was fresh meals every day. I hide the fact that beans in my family are from a can. Shh, please don't tell her. Get the picture? The meter of a good mom meant give up all your time and all your attention, and your life is your children. If you're listening and this is the model you grew up with, let's dismantle that idea right now. Mamas, you can be terrific mothers without giving up everything. I believe you need to nurture and take care of yourself in order to be the best mom. Being a mom is the most precious gift. You birthed a human, geez. That's beyond anything you can create. But you're still a human, a woman. Reclaim yourself back. I'm here to say loud and clear, there's no medal given to you for putting yourself last. Plus, what example are you giving your children? The personal dreams end when you're a mom? That you cannot have a career because your family will be affected? Oh, that if you have kids, they will suffer? If you're a mom, I beg you to take time for yourself. Do what lights your day. If you love working, work. Period. No explanations needed. If you love being a stay-at-home mom, but you want to do something, take up art classes, just because it makes you happy, find a way to do it. If you're embarrassed about how you have given yourself up, find a way to refocus on yourself and set up the fitness plan. When you're tired, irritable, frustrated, you are in your best self. You, my lovely friend, are doing your entire family a disservice. Take time to fill up your cup and your soul with whatever you want and need. You will not get appreciated or respected. So it's actually the opposite. It's the vibrant, happy person who your kids and spouse want to be around. You will show your kids the representation of self-worth and self-love. It's not about perfection at all. It's teaching them how love and self-compassion needs to start with themselves. So I leave you with these takeaways. Number one, fill your cup every day without exceptions. It will make you calmer and happier. Number two, work on lessening the guilt that inherently is attached to motherhood. You do not have to be perfect to be a great mom. We all mess up. Let's repair and rebuild. Number three, give yourself permission to keep growing and improving. Not just as a mom, but as a person. It's actually the best lesson you will teach your kids. So whether it's to be healthier, start a fitness program, or signing up for the hobby, or just building the career you love. Reclaim your womanhood and your passions without external approvals. Taking care of yourself is your responsibility and nobody else's.
That's all for now. I want to give a shout out to those amazing listeners that support this podcast. It touches my heart every time I read your comments. I appreciate you. So I'm going to name some of them now. Bella723, The Vertical Relationship Show, Tara Rainbart, Tammy I, Free Life Mama, and many of the others that do listen. I appreciate you. Bye now.